Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. Nothing is foolproof. Think seatbelts, sunscreen, and smoke detectors. But they do have one big thing in common. The pros of using them outweigh the cons of not using them. COVID-19 vaccines are similar. Some people may have side effects, but getting a vaccine outweighs the risks of not getting it. Rely on what works. Before you travel this holiday season, visit vaccines.gov for more info and to book a COVID-19 shot. Morning. Morning. This show contains mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Are you ready to get your mind blown? the crowd show radio show where we kick the issues in the balls we're on an active war against bullshit we would do anything and everything to expose bullshit the ends sometimes justify the memes so if you're angry and want the truth exposed and strapping them prepared to be shocked this is smash mouth talk if you can't accept that then fuck off i don't take bullshit from nobody actually expose the bullshit of society and chop it up into easy to digest chunks for you Today will not be any different. Today, I'm going to be talking about the impeachment that happened today on Wednesday, uh, November 13th, as the Democrats poorly, piss poorly, tried to impeach 45. But before I talk about that, I just want to talk about something that came to mind when doing research for today's episode the crying basically from the left from and when i talk about the left i'm talking about the marxist the socialist the communist the the um 
the 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 uh, so the the political Marxist, not the political Marxist, the the social Marxist, ugh, yeah, the ones that cry about. Oh, I have I have different uh, um, pronouns. My pronouns are and that's my pronouns. I mean, this is this is what comes to mind as as a person of color. I am a Puerto Rican. As someone with brown skin, I'm kind of sick of the left. I am I am just sickened how they just celebrate being victims. They crave being victims. They crave it. They don't want to rise above it. They want to use it as a way, as an excuse, really. As an excuse to to be failures. To not have to work. And the fact of the matter is, if, if a person of color, if me, I don't feel like a victim. I don't feel like a victim at all, at all. I know if I work hard enough... I'll get it. I have no problems. And look, I have no problems showing my ID before I vote. Hell, I do security. I have no problem showing my ID whenever it's fucking required. I could get an ID. I know how to pay for it. I know what to do. I know how to use the internet. I know how to do a, a, a lot of things. That that would make my life possible. Having to get shit done. I don't need a white savior. I don't. And I won't look to you to save me. All I want is for, hey, if you want to hire me to do work, go ahead, please. By all means, hire me. But other than that, get out of my way. I'm not going to help you get you get you free shit because that's really what it is. Oh, you know, black lives matter. We need to worry about the Mexican that hopefully I'll get some free shit in return. We that's pretty much what it is. But you have these lily white trust fund kids that have never worked a fucking day in their life. Not once, not one day. And then they see me with a MAGA hat on in New York City. And they're like, oh, you have betrayed me. Like, I didn't betray you. I owe you shit. I don't owe you a fuck damn thing. Like, I'm sorry. That's how the that's how the left looks at people of color. Like, we owe them something. Like, no, I don't owe you. I don't owe you shit. I don't owe you a damn thing. Like, stop it. Stop it. Get the fuck out my way and let me work. Like, I don't need you. I do not need anyone from the left. Honestly, the uh, and, and, and when people say, oh, why you wear that hat? I always ask them. First, first question, short answer or long answer? If they ask me for the short answer, because the Democrats have done dick for me. They haven't done anything. They haven't improved my life. Not one iota. All they have done is cost me more money and make shit 
more inconvenient. Make me having to do shit more inconvenient because you, instead of making it easier, you they put more steps, more steps, making it harder for you to get things accomplished. And then there's the Democrats. Because it's like, oh, we're going to make some more money. Well, people have to do this anyway. Let's put some more steps and make it more expensive and more convoluted. You, The Democrats have done jack shit. Oh, Obamacare, Obamacare. Obamacare ended up costing me damn near what I now pay in rent per month. And that's ridiculous. And now I, you know, I have a job where my health insurance basically costs cost me $66 a month through my job. That's, that's my contribution. And it's, and it's good insurance. It's better insurance than I had under Obamacare. And those prices were going up and up and up and up and up. For for and the and the coverage was getting smaller, 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 and smaller. Who was that benefiting? Hmm? Wasn't benefiting my brown ass. Wasn't benefiting me at at all. Yet these little lily white kids, everything. Oh my goodness, we gotta save the penguins. You've never even seen a fucking penguin. Oh, we got to save this. We're going to do this. Oh, oh, global warming. It's fucking 27 degrees, 20 something degrees outside in New York right now. I wish there was such a thing as global warming. I I would love it if New York City was 70 degrees. Uh, That was its winter temperature. 70 degrees. Nice and warm. I would love that. Instead of having to put on these heavy ass coats. Mm, hell no. Hell no. Like honestly, they concern themselves over bullshit. Over shit that no one has the power to fucking fix. I'm short. The government needs to do something for the height challenge. Like, what the fuck you expect us to do? Of course, I'm being facetious right now, but I'm just saying. Like, honestly, it you know, for a bunch of motherfuckers that be like, oh, we can't trust the government. They're going to kill us. You sure as fuck want to break in your necks to trying to give them more power? Look, as much as I support the president... Do I want him to have more power? No. Do I want Congress to have more power? Hell no. I want government to shrink. To the point where all the government has to worry about is fixing the motherfucking roads. Hey, how's about how's about we, we build freaking high-speed railways so that way, especially for all you, all you armchair environmentalists, it's more environmentally friendly. It's cleaner for the air if you use um, uh, the, the the trains, the, the railways to transport food and whatnot. It, in fact, they'll be cheaper. It would lower the price of food 
lower the price of products instead of putting it on these, you know, these smoke spewing trucks. What? You know, and then just use the smaller trucks for, you know, once you get them into the cities or into wherever you got to go so they can transport them between the train station or the railways and stuff, their freight to, to each, each store. But no, that makes too much sense. Now, what does it? Like, we got railways that are not even being used. I mean, hell, in New York City, I mean, I had Larry Sharp here. Even he explained it. We have train, we have railways here in New York that are not being used. That could be used easily to transport food, lower, like well, not just food, but you know, products and stuff and whatnot during the night. You know, but no, that would make too much sense. Like, honestly, you're so worried about that. You know, you're so worried about, about oh, no, these, oh, global warming. How's about we worried about all the fucking plastics in the ocean? That's a real issue. I'm sorry, that is a real issue. And the only way you're going to stop people from using plastic is if you come up with a cheaper option. A cheaper option, uh, you know, I mean, I'm not opposed to you reusing, getting reusable bottles um, I'm not opposed to using reusable straws. I use metal straws at home. I use reusable straws. Now, if they mass produce them, so that way they, they you know, hey, get get one that's like a 7-Eleven Slurp, Slurpee or double or double um, gulp or big gulp size straw that you could carry with you. Yeah, now you're talking about some solutions. Something that, like, a one-time thing. People stop using it. People start using it naturally. The, you know, uh, stores start reducing and all that. And, you know, and then you clean up the oceans. You you take... I mean, we have the technology. We have real issues. But these, the, these left, they, they just want... They just want money. They just want to take... Steal money out of other people's pockets and put it in theirs. And not give a crap... About people of color. Oh, but that person of color. Oh, that person of color better not run off the fucking in, uh, their 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 um, thoughts plantation. They better not go go. They better not run off. Oh, they'll come at you, boy. They'll come at you. Chop off your legs. That's exactly what they'll do. They'll come for you. They'll come and kill you. They'll, they'll, they'll get you. They'll get you. So. They'll get you, man. They'll, 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 they'll you know, and, and I mean, and I keep saying it. The only time a white person has called me a spick, a nigger, and, and everything in between was someone that voted Democrat. You're a, you're a race traitor. What the fuck? 
You're fu- that's why you support Trump. That's why your fucking country guy got hit by a hurricane. How the fuck does that work? Now, honestly, would I be wrong if I was to start smacking the shit out of people for that disrespect? I mean, hell, it went when when someone screams the, the screams the n word at at a black person, and that black person punches them, they get. They're like, no, he deserved that. He deserved that. So, can I smack the shit out of someone for calling me a spick? Can I smack the shit out of someone for calling me a nigger? Can I? Can I do that? Just because you don't like the per- like the president I vote for, don't like the person I supported. Is that it? Is that what's going? Is that is that what's really good in the hood? Like I am really sick and tired of these white kids. I am tired. Like, look, I'm not trying to be racist, but these white kids on the left, these socialists, the the, the Marxists, the the fake progressives, all of them. You are not my keeper. You do not know what I need. You do not know what what my interests are. I don't need you to save me. I need you to get the fuck out my way and let me work. That's what I need. I don't need you to be coming up with all this other like happy horse shit. Like, oh, well, you know, you're brown, so you make 10 cents less than a white man. Bullshit. Because money bet a black man probably makes more than a white man in sports, in music. Uh, like, and that's not even based on race. That's based on ability. Really, what comes down to it is like, look, people on the left are still for slavery. It's just they change the language around to make it sound like they're benevolent. But really, they just want to keep us as their slaves. Like when they do with Mexicans. Oh, well, Mexicans work for do the jobs for less money. Oh, so you're for slavery. No, 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 no. But if. Okay, so you're okay. You're against corporatism, but you're okay when, when a uh, 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 when when you know when a Mexican comes in and wants to work for low wages. Okay, yeah, that's very loving. You're looking out. Yeah, it's okay. It's it's okay because as long as you get your frappuccino at at two dollars less, you're okay with a Mexican family living thirty per one bedroom apartment. Living like fucking rats. You're okay with that, right? No, but they're, you know, they're all, they're all, you know, they're for, they, they've had their heart in their country. So, you know, and I hate to sound like this, but so fucking what? You had it tough in your country. So what? I have it a little tough here. I'm not going to say I have it tough, tough, but you know. Let's say I have it tough. So does that mean I could go? Okay, how's about this? Okay, no, no, bad. Let me, let me, let me, let me bring that back. Okay, let's change the analogy. Let's say, 
I was living in the household. I was getting my ass kicked. Does that mean I could go into your house without without uh, asking permission and take up residence? No, of course not, right? See, and that's another thing. All these people, all these leftists, oh, we need to do something about the migrants. Okay, open up your house. Let them in. No. Okay, so somebody else has to, just not you. Oh, I don't have the room. I don't have the money. Shut the fuck up. Then shut the fuck up. If you're not fucking part of the solution, you're part of the fucking problem. Get the fuck out the way. Simple as that. It's it's as simple as that. I am just sick of this shit. Like, then shut the fuck up. So, I don't, you know, I mean, and, and I, it's, it's always like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just not a fan of how people like, oh, you're a victim this way. You're a victim that way. Oh, my God. So it's not my fault. Yes, it is your fault. You what? You're not going to take responsibility for your life. You're not going to take responsibility for your own life. What? Excuse me. Excuse. 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 Yeah. Anyways, yeah, I mean, look, certain people are fucking hilarious. Like, these leftists are fucking hilarious. Like, first, no blood for oil, no blood for oil. I could get behind that. No blood for oil. I don't want to go into other countries for their fucking resources. Get the fuck, no, we have our own shit. But now that Donald Trump says, let's get out of Syria, everyone's screaming, what about the Kurds? What about the Kurds? Like, they give a flying fuck about a Kurd. They never seen a Kurd before. The only Kurd they seen is when they left their their mocha frappe lapache bacchino uh Chewbacca cappuccino out in the sun for like half a day and they see the milk all curdling. That's the only Kurds they seen. These motherfuckers are like, oh, what about the Kurds? Like, they weren't just cursing out Muhammad at the fucking bodega because he got his fucking uh, sandwich wrong. But hey, they can be racist all they want because they voted for Obama. Like, what exactly do they fucking want? <laughs> it just fucking amazes me. Like, I, I'm just sorry. I'm just, I'm just sick and tired. I am totally just fucking sick and tired of these fucking white kids. These, like, lily white kids thinking they know better than me. They know my how to run my life better than me. You know how fucking annoying that shit is? Like, look, I moved out of my mother's house. I moved out 
So that way I can determine my own path. I didn't fucking, I don't fucking, they don't fucking pay my rent. They don't fucking buy my food. They don't, they don't put pitch in no money yet. They feel like they could tell me how to live my life. Do you know how fucking annoying that is? I'm a grown-ass adult. I freaking work. I fucking buy my own food. I cook. I clean. I do shit for myself. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. And what? To have some fucking little teeny bopper, not even teeny bopper, fucking uh, uh, goddamn... Goddamn motherfucker with a porno mustache thinking that shit is cool calling me comrade and shit because he wants to fucking, he read some passage or he was told some fucking passage from Karl Marx. Like, I know, oh my God, this makes sense. The proletariat, the bourgeoisie, blah, 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 blah. Motherfucker, if you, most, you know, the funny shit is most of the motherfuckers screaming about the proletariat and the bourgeoisie are the fucking bourgeoisie. You want you so worried about the rich, you so worried about the bourgeoisie, eat the rich, eat the rich, eat yourself. Go ahead. You're the bourgeoisie. You're the fucking bourgeois. Thinking you know better than everybody else? Thinking you know how you're gonna try to run everyone else's life? Suck my dick. I am so tired of this. I am so tired of motherfuckers that don't even pay attention to fucking politics. That don't even know what the fuck they're doing. Trying to tell me how to live my life. Like, get the fuck out of my way. Get the actual fuck out my way. I am so sick and tired of it. I'm so sick and seeing the, and these motherfucking kids that they've never had it tough. They want to walk around with a Che Guevara shirt on or that fucking hammer and sickle shit thinking that shit is cute. To me, that's a swastika for me. That it has no difference. The hammer sickle is no different than a fucking swastika. Especially since in a lot of Latin countries, that symbol has oppressed, well, I mean, Cubans, Cuban, you know, fuck it, they're Latino, they're my people. Venezuelans, they're my people, they're Latinos. That symbol has been used to oppress and murder and starve to death. People have the right, the God-given right to determine their own fate. 
they have it's it's huh. hmm. like get the fuck out my way like how how hard is it you can't tell me what to do I'm not going to let you tell me what to do. So what? You don't like the word tranny. So what? You don't like the word faggot. Fucking deal with it. Fucking deal with it. If I got to deal with people calling me a spick, calling me a nigger because, like, because, you know, that's just how it is, freedom of speech. You could deal with being called or, or, or listening to those words. I don't have to be sensitive Here's the thing. I don't have to be sensitive to your sexuality, to your perceived gender. I don't have to be. I just can't kick your ass for it. But go ahead. Wear a dress all you want. I don't have to like it. I don't have to think stunning and brave. Oh, you're stunning and brave. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't think you're stunning. I don't think you're brave. I think you fucking sicken me. Am I going to hit you? No. Am I going to call you a faggot? Nah. But am I going to think it? Probably. Like what Don Jr. said. Like, look, you could be gay, you could be trans, you could be whoever you want. Just don't shove it down my throat. I don't want it shoved down my throat. Let me just, okay. Let me tolerate you from far. That's hard, right? That, that that's easy, right? And look, this is me saying, look, I have a I have a couple gay men. One passed away, not from AIDS. Who I respect, who I love. It's you fucking, you know, you you fucking assholes that like to be dancing around, putting on makeup, acting, making a fool out of you. So that's why they shove it down your throat instead of like, okay. I just happen to be attracted to other men. I just happen to be attracted to the same woman. You know, it's... Who can... Like, all right, Mazel tov. Why do you need me to fucking worship you? Why do you need freaking all this fucking positive... Just be. I don't need the fucking cheerleaders, uh, you know, to cheer me on while I'm eating a girl's pussy. I don't need that. Sh- in fact, I would rather you not be in the fucking room while I'm on the job. <laughs> Every freaking thing we do should be between me and you, baby. <laughs> like, just relax. My God, Relax. No one has to know. Like, if you want to... Like, I don't even understand what's this need. Like, oh, I came out the closet. I told them I'm gay. Okay, and? Like, I remember when I used to live in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. There was this dude. I was coming home from work from the L train on Bedford. And it's like, I'm gay, I'm gay. I just went... Do you want a fucking cookie? Like, and? The funny thing is, like, I'm the first gay man in space. Wee! I'm like, 
Uh, okay. I mean, how do gays fare in zero G zero G gravity? I don't know. Like, does this cure AIDS? I I don't know. Like, how am I supposed to feel about this? We're heading in the right direction. I don't. How, how do we know this is the right direction? How do we know that homosexuality isn't a mental illness? Can we at least look into this before we start allowing this to continue and people hurt themselves? Are we sure that transgenderism is not a mental illness? Can we do something about this? Maybe, maybe, look, maybe, maybe, okay, maybe not electric shock therapy, maybe not uh, uh, praying it away. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm just saying, but obviously, shock therapy and praying it away is not working. What if it is? What if it is? What if it is a mental issue like schizophrenia? What if? What if? I'm just saying, what if? Are we aren't we doing a disservice to these people if they're suffering from this? Because it really seems like they're not happy. Because if they, if they were happy with their lifestyle, they wouldn't need so much fucking positive reinforcement for their lifestyle. They wouldn't need me to like, weep, weep, whoop, whoop, weep, beep, beep, pop up, boop, boop, boop. You're gay. Congrats. Like, like, you don't, you wouldn't need me to do that. You wouldn't need my fucking approval. Like, you would just be like, okay, well, whatever. He doesn't like you. Fuck him. I mean, well, I'm not going to fuck him, but, you know. <laughs> like, to hell with, to hell with he. And be like, to hell with he, you too, you too, sir. May the force be with ye. Like. <laughs> hmm. Like she <laughs> just <laughs> Oh my god. Bottom line is white people get the fuck out of my way. I'm just white liberals, white liberals, white leftists, get the fuck out of my way. White people on the right, you're cool. <laughs> you're cool. <laughs> Thank you for being awesome. <laughs> But other than that, the fuck. <laughs> so anyways, I'm going to take a quick break. Uh, in fact, I'm going to play a prank call. Um, this prank call... Okay, let me see. Let me get... Let's get the prank call. Okay, downloads. Did I... Blah, blah, blah. Right. Ah, Yes. Um, you know, I've been getting these phone calls from these Indian guys that are, they're from the, yo, that's your, 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 your thing, your, your number has been called and it has been deactivated. Your, so, my social security number has been deactivated. So I call back and this is what happens.
really clocked out for the day. It's a Chinese guy. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hey. How you doing? Hi. I'm doing good. Uh, how are you? I'm chilling right here, you know. I'm just, you know, trying to keep it real, you know. I got, I got the. I, I'm just here, you know, dealing with these cows, you know, making hamburgers and shit. All right, no problem. Uh, your first name is uh, what is your first name? You know what my first name is. I don't know your first name. What is your first name? You know my first name. I don't know your first name. My first name is Sanjay Gupta. Oh, Sanjay Gupta. Yes. I really like your name. You have a very nice name. Thank you. Are thank you. Are you from Pakistan? No, no. I'm from Inglewood, New Jersey. Oh, and you brought up in India? No, I was brought up. I was brought up in East New York. Oh, okay, okay. And your name is Sanjay Gupta. Yeah, what the fuck? <coughs> your mom is Indian or your dad is Indian? No, no, they're actually both Canadian. Oh, okay, okay. In fact, my mom. I think you found. I think your mom found in uh, somewhere places in a uh, rubbish. What? Where we can throw? Where, where we can? Uh, where? People throw dustbins and all. What? I think your mom took from there. Was that is that even English? Is that you. even English? What the hell are you even talking about, boy? Hello, Mr. Sanjay Gupta. Yes. Okay, Mr. Jan- uh, Mr. Sanjay Gupta, do you have? Uh, do you? Are you married or are you single? I'm looking. I'm looking for you. You want to fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Ah, nice. Okay. Good. I'll be coming to your. Okay. Uh, last night I just fucked your girlfriend, and I don't uh, have a girlfriend. I'm gay. Too. What do you mean? I don't yeah, have a girlfriend. I, I, I'm trying yeah. to fuck your ass, boy. I want to bend you over, and I want to stretch your butthole with my penis. Thank you. I want to. Send I want here. to. I want to come inside your guts. I want to. You, I can't wait for that. Oh, good. 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 Well, for, I, yes. I, like well, I'll make it nice. I'll make it nice. After but I'm I'll, after I'm done fucking you, I'll kiss you on the lips. I love you. Wow, wow, really interesting, really interesting. Yes. Do you swallow cum? Yeah. Oh, good, 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 good. So that means I'll let you yeah, suck yeah. me and and you could drink my pee pee. Yes, I can do that. I can do that. You could drink my pee pee. Yeah, why you, not? Tell me, tell me slow. Say you, I'll drink your pee pee. I'll drink your pee pee. Wow. Can I talk to my boyfriend? Yes. We can have a threesome. But I need. I have. To, I will take charge for you. I will take more than. $12,000, okay, for one night. What? No, 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 $12,000. How's about two, how's about 20 rupees? Not sorry. $12,000, 
12, for twelve thousand, I get to no. I get to fuck your dad too. No, no, no. I yes, yes, yes. No, twelve twelve thousand dollars. I fuck you and your dad no, and your no. granddad. No, no, no. Yes. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. I will give you. I will give you two hundred thousand dollar, and I will fuck your wife. Fuck I don't have a wife. Daughter. I don't have a daughter. I know. I know. I. You know. know you I know. So so so. What do you what are you paying for? <laughs> All right. What? Come on! I want to. I want to have sex with you. I wanna. I want to. I want you on your back with your legs behind your head, so I can screw you deep. Same to you, sir. Same to you. Same to me. I okay. We we sc we screw yeah. each other deep. Yeah, sure. I cannot wait for you. Oh, I know you can't. You freak. <laughs> Yep. That's how you fuck with them. Those fucking rat people. Anyways, I'm gonna... I, I gotta... I gotta blow my nose and all that because I have some allergies and my nose is all dry and shit and I don't know what's going on, so... I'm gonna... <laughs> I'm gonna take a quick uh, music break now and we'll be back to talk about the impeachment. Uh... What should I play for you, mama, mother huckers? Uh, oh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Ba, 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 ba. My beloved tragedy. And this is uh, a sanctuary. <laughs> Tightly, hold me gently 
Rain is falling, darkness ending. We say too many words of magic. So my ending's not so tragic. But will you stand the time it takes till this is finished? Will you hold me upright when my strengths diminish? Do you think that you can? That was My Beloved Tragedy with their song Sanctuary from their Say Anything album out now. So, who's afraid of impeachment? I'm not. Uh, I was watching some of this shit, some of the shit at the doctor's office today. 
I, I, I'm really not worried. I am seriously not worried about impeachment. It was already even, even, even. It was even said that the the president of the Ukraine. He was like, I didn't think Trump did anything wrong. And the fact that we have a like we have a a treaty with the Ukraine that states specifically states uh, if asked they have to give us information if there is fraud going on. Trump did nothing wrong. Like and and yet Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. They're still pushing through to this. They're still pushing through. What they try, like, like, honestly... I'm going to have to start calling my Congress people, my Congress critters, my senators, be like, you better not vote for impeachment. You better not. You best not vote for impeachment. He didn't do anything wrong. Trump did nothing wrong. In fact, let me uh, read this article from the Daily Wire. That uh, basically... um, uh, Democrat during impeachment hearing, hearsay can be much better evidence than direct. What? Hmm. Democrat Representative Mike Quigley of Illinois faced intense backlash on Wednesday afternoon after claiming during Democrats' impeachment inquiry, hearing that hearsay can be much better evidence than direct evidence. In a rambling statement, Quigley said, and if it gets too closed premiered on on hearsay, I think the American public needs to be reminded that countless people have been convicted on hearsay because the courts have routinely allowed and created needed exceptions to hearsay. Quigley continued, hearsay can be much better evidence than direct, and it's certainly valid in this instance. How? <laughs> like I, I wish somebody would tell me. In fact, hold on. Let me, let me. Try. I gotta get. I gotta get. Uh, I have to get. Senor, Senor Frog. No, let me stop. Um, let me get. Let me get a freaking. Um, let's get. Uh, what's his name? Let's get loud. Let's get loud. Turn the music up and hear that sound. Let me get uh let me see if I can get Gabriel Brown on here. 
Ah, here we go. We're going on. I'm gonna call Gabriel Brown. Hey Gabriel, what's up? You're on you're on the air. Hello? Gabe, can you hear me? Who's this? It's Louis B. Oh, what's going on? Yeah, you're, you're live on the air. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. I didn't recognize any kind of number. Yeah. So I'm on air. Um what are we what are you doing a show tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh in fact, no, I'm talking right? I'm talking about the I'm talking about the uh impeachment. Did you hear anything about it? No, you bring me up to speed. I've been kind of like out of the loop the last uh, day and a half. I apologize. So you definitely bring me up to speed. I'm sure I'll. All right. Yeah. So to whatever the knowledge is. So so far, so uh, in an article from the Daily Wire, uh, Democrat uh, representative Mike Quigley of Illinois, he basically said that hearsay can be much better evidence than direct. What happened? Um, I apologize. Yeah. (laughs) It's hard to hear out here. I'm ah, listening up. Okay, let me... Okay, so they're trying to impeach Trump yeah, still. Yeah. Like, isn't that, like, old news from, like, two years ago? Well, basically, they try, they, they're trying to impeach him based on uh, his um, his uh, 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 interaction with the... With the um, Ukraine? Ukraine, yeah. <laughs> well, I, it's just ridiculous because... I mean, let's face it, they're, uh, I mean, what did he really do wrong? He tried reaching out to another country. I mean, there are presidents who reach out to other countries all the time. Mm-hmm. It's not really that shocking. Uh, Donald Trump would try to reach out to learn about the origins of where this Russia crap came from. How is it? Yeah. And, you know, we're finding out that there was no meat and potatoes behind that. And it was just, it was a joke. It had nothing. And now they're going, I, I, you know what it is? Mm-hmm. I think the establishment, Dems and Republicans, they're all pushing for this impeachment crap. I think they have something to do with the whole situation in Ukraine with the energy company. I mean, let's face it, Joe Biden's kid was on you know one of the boards of the energy company that everyone's talking about. But so was a Bush-era CIA person. So it's bipartisan involvement with this situation. So it seems to me that Donald Trump may have just stumbled onto something accidentally bigger than he even understands. And if you look back at the time period, look back at what was going on with ISIS, Syria, pipeline plans, um, you know, threatening Russia with NATO and surrounding them, Hillary Clinton, the State Department. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, all of that stuff, I think what would happen if that was all actually investigated, you would have a serious incrimination problem with uh, a good chunk of Democrats from the previous administration, as well as potentially uh, the Bush administration with neoconservatives. For things that are going on in the region that we may not have a full understanding of, I know Soros was involved, I know the uh, Mossad was involved with supplying Nazi groups in Ukraine. Mm. From what I understand, there's a lot of weird things that are going on in that region that go back to that time period in 2014. So I'm sure that Trump stumbled on something big, and they're all very scared 
of what will come out of it. So they have to distract the American people with these impeachment mm-hmm. threats. They want to send a message to Trump that you, you don't want to touch us. Because if you do, we're going to try to throw you out of office. So I think there's something going on behind the scenes that's bigger than we even know. That's just my speculation. You know, just from the little data that I've looked at, as well as just remembering what's happened in the last five years, six, maybe nine. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I find that interesting. I, I think that's completely being ignored, and that's not really being discussed, other than people who are interested in what's really going on. So, yeah, I think that's what the impeachment is just trying to cover up, mm-hmm. their attempt to cover up. They don't want that door. They don't want that to be opened up. That's the way I feel about that. Mm, okay, that's interesting. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but yeah, it, does. it sure as hell makes sense to me. Yeah. So basically, so basically, yeah. They, um, like during the hearing today, uh, let me say that. Say it again. Democrat Representative Mike Quigley of Illinois. Um, said basically said hearsay can be much better evidence than direct. <laughs> In his statement, he said, and it gets to close. It gets to close premiere on hearsay. I think the American public needs to be reminded that countless people have been convicted on hearsay because the courts have routinely allowed and created needed except exceptions to hearsay. Well, I can think of a couple court cases that are, we're familiar with where that kind of happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with a couple of our friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously that's what they're trying to basically uh, indict Trump on, complete hearsay. I mean, I, I still can't figure out what exactly he's done to break laws or, you know, disrupt the Constitution. Nobody's really uh, put forth any evidence on any of those claims. I would I would like for them to, mm-hmm. but the the what we call the left, whatever you want to call these people these days, um, they just seem like they just want to impeach somebody based on their feelings and no evidence. And they don't really care about the rule of law, while accusing Trump of being against the rule of law. So it's very bizarre to me. But at the same time, this just goes to show you if these people ever gain power, um, how they would administer the rule of law upon those. They target. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why they can't ever be given power by a sane, rational public. Because to do so would be insanity. Yeah. I mean, and, and we, we'd see some really dangerous things occur. Yeah. And like part of the reason why I keep bringing this up is because everyone that has seen that, that sees me with this hat, some of the comments I get is like, oh, your president's going to jail. Your president's going to jail. Like, on what? You know, it's really funny, Louie. Yeah. I remember running into somebody. Yeah. Like, shortly after Donald Trump was elected. And they were completely convinced that he was going to be impeached really soon. And that was like three and a half years ago. Didn't they start this? I don't this even know. Yeah, I they, mean, they, it, they started this impeachment shit. He's as still so- there. Yeah. But as soon as, as soon as they, like, as soon as he got elected, oh, we're going to impeach him. Oh, so fuck the other half of the population that vote for the, voted for him, right? Well, they obviously don't care about the other populace because, again, as far as they're concerned, they're acting like dictators. And, yeah. and they believe in the rule of power on their end. They don't care about the rule of law. Mm-hmm. They care about what they can do with their fist. 
that's really out of control. So, I mean, it's just being very apparent. Like, honestly, they're they're not even worried that if they impeach him, that might activate people into, like, going to war, right? Well, I think that's what they want. They want the right wing, you know, whatever you want to call the term. They're hoping to instigate people on the right to act violent so that they can justify taking over even further, despite the fact that they're actually doing the very things that they're trying to push people on the right to do. It's very, like, I don't even, you know what the problem is, Louis? Mm -hmm. There's so much things that they're doing right now that they have a tendency to describe people of the right that it's almost like it's completely self-projected, you know, it's a self-projected agenda where they're doing everything that they accuse the other person of doing. And then they'll accuse you. They'll be like, oh, you're you're doing these things. And you point out how the left is doing it, and they'll still say you're doing it, despite the fact that there's evidence that suggests uh, something completely different than what they're claiming. Mm-hmm. And it's so astronomical when it just analyzing just the the whole psychological makeup and trying to figure out why people are doing these things. Is it for nefarious purposes? Is it cognitive dissonance? Is it just pure ignorance? It might be a combination of all the above. Yeah. Or a few of them together. And it's. I don't. Well, you know, I argue with people on Facebook quite often about things that they do while they accuse you of doing those things that they themselves are doing. Well, yeah, there's that old saying: people usually accuse others of what they are themselves. Yeah, and it's like the, they've been caught over and over again, but they just keep doing it. Like, like they haven't been caught. Like, like almost ro- in a robotic sense. Because they've it's never. Like just, it's but a they, script, and they can't go off it. Well, that's the thing. No one's it's holding them. No one's holding them accountable for what they do. That's the problem. It's no, like these people aren't in, organic at all. It's just that they're synthetic, and they're like ro- cold and robotic. Well, yeah, because it's all. It, you're right. It is all scripted. They, they, they have no. There's no passion in it. They're following. They're following uh, something that they've been told, and it's just. Well, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean look at look at look at, AO, look at AOC. She looks like. She looks like she's a uh, uh, operate. She looks like she's Project. Um, um, what's her name? Uh, Monarch. Oh, the Monarch Project. Yeah, she looks like she's she has Monarch programming. Like, watch when she when she gets a little older, she's gonna look like she's going nuts. But it will be the the, the programming just like wearing off, and she'll have to get like re brainwashed. Like what happened with Britney? Well, like what happened with Britney Spears when she shaved off over her head? I mean the 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 theory was that her Monarch programming was wearing off because she. T- like that's when she turned thirty, but I don't know what AOC. She's probably you know once it starts wearing off, she's probably going to go real nuts. I mean that that's just assuming that she's under brain like mind control. She might just be brain dead. I don't really know. She could be what both. The deal with her know. is it could be a combination of both. It could just be that she's just brain dead and there's no kind of like I just don't have any documentation that can back any of that up at the moment. No, but of I won't not. be really shocked if anything ever were to come out. Yeah, that would um, 
kind of leaning that direction. I mean, you never you never know. People, you never know. She's probably a, a, one of those sex kittens that they kept around as a comfort girl for like Bernie Sanders. Anything's possible, but I will say this: like these people read a script, it would be the equivalent of somebody who's reading a script telling you that it's a sunny day out and it's snowing. Mm-hmm. And then you tell them, "Wait, no, it's snowing outside," and they're like, "No, it's sunny." You're crazy. Meanwhile, they're they're sitting there with a piece of paper that says it's sunny, while you can see it's snowing and you're sitting in six feet of snow. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, basically the Democrats or whatever is behind this impeachment, they're gaslighting America. Oh yeah, they totally are. It's a, it's a ruse. It's it's a distraction. It's it's an attempt. It, in a way, it's an attempted coup uh, to some degree. But I, I think it, like I was saying earlier, I think that the the whole Ukrainian situation. I think there's a lot of stuff going on over there that. Certain people do not want coming out to the public mm-hmm. because of all the money and black ops and weird things with big corporate companies that are, you know, globalists. I think that all that stuff would come out, it would just be a, it'd be so bad. <laughs> like, yeah, they don't want that to come out. And I, I, I'm convinced of this because I've seen enough little pieces kind of fit together properly that kind of like suggests this possibility. And yeah, the impeachment is a complete like waste. I mean, we should be investigating the people that were involved with pushing this Russian conspiracy about how Putin was controlling our elections and Donald Trump works for the Kremlin. Mm. I mean, that just sounds absolutely crazy to me because I've not seen evidence of any of that. Yeah, especially when, um, like, look, I guess I guess take this with a grain of salt, but I mean, this this can be easily verified when uh, Don Jr. was on um, the Anthony Cumia show he was talking about how they accused him uh, him and his father of uh, basically profiting from uh, government contracts and international businesses and he said like look as soon as he was elected we stopped doing international business yeah, I mean, we, st- we stopped I, doing, and whenever, whenever any any uh, foreign dignitary stayed at a Trump property, they refunded the government the money. <laughs> they've they've uh, they've lost money with him being yeah. president. Like, and this is well, easily verifiable. So it's like, how he, how is he profiting yet losing money? Like, it makes no sense. Nothing makes sense about what any of these people say. Like, like I was saying about the Russian thing, it's you know, it's funny. The left, they loved Russia when they were communists. They loved them during World War II when uh, Stalin was working with uh, FDR and Churchill. They loved Russia. They said they were our friends. Then all of a sudden, we're fighting communism. You know, they're, then they're getting, you know, they were pro-war in World War II, but then all of a sudden Vietnam comes along or even Korea. Anything revolving a uh, war against communism, they're anti-war. They, they, they just magically become anti-war and anti-imperialist, but they were pro-imperialist and pro-war and pro-communism when, you know, Russia was communist. Then the fall of the Soviet Union happens where... Communism is no longer recognized as the official government of the uh, 
you know, Russia. So, you know, yeah, you do kind of have the rise of, like, these gangster-type states in Russia where these people with money came in. You know, Russia's kind of always been a mess in that sense. But all of a sudden, the left just, like, hates the Russian people. Like, oh, Russia's, like, colluding, with, you know, they're, they're taking over our country for the elections. They, they weren't saying any of these things when communist Russia actually was during the 50s and 60s, utilizing insidious methods to infiltrate our government. You know, nobody nobody had a problem with that. But all of a sudden, you know, Russia's not communist anymore, so Russia's bad. It seems like to me that, like, some of these people on the left, or whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. have, like, a, some kind of racial hatred towards the Russian people. Like, the only problem with myself and, you know, more right-leaning people had a problem with Russians is because they were communists, not because they were Russian. We don't have a problem with Russians. We had a problem with communists who just happened to be Russian. They're not communists anymore, so I don't really care to have a problem with Russia if they're just sitting by, you know, back and doing their own thing separate of us. But the left just has this vicious hatred of Russian people, whether they're communists or not. They just, I don't know what it is. But I just find it very funny, I guess because they're the lightest skin-looking people ever. I don't really know. I mean, it's it's the same thing with the, uh, you know, some of these leftists when it comes to their preference on religion. When it comes to Christianity, evil white devil. Uh, Judaism, evil white devil. Islam, poor, oppressed brown people. Even if Islam isn't necessarily majority brown. Has, there are plenty light-skinned people in, in the Islamic world. But it seems to me that there, there's some kind of like a, a racial skin color thing when it comes to their preference on religion. You know, some of these people claim to be atheists, but, you know, they, they sit there and apologize for Islam all day. One of the most oppressive, regressive religions uh, as of right now compared to the other two Abrahamic religions. But, you know, they hate on the other two, but they'll just, like, defend Islam all day long. There's no consistency with these people on, on you know, in that sector of the left. And, you know, they, they just they just want to hate on Donald Trump. He, he literally could cure cancer tomorrow and say he's going to implement a socialist state. And I am convinced that they would just start hating him for curing cancer. Well, yeah, like the opening... Capitalism. The opening joke I said is like at first we there were like people were screaming no blood for no blood for oil no blood for oil but now when he wants to get the fuck out of Syria everyone is like what about the Kurds like they give a fuck about the Kurds it's like, like they went full imperialism yeah they want to invade foreign countries it's like they that's the funny thing communism is has been a pro imperialist ideology for many years and there's only been certain moments in history where they've decided to be anti-imperialist but they're generally speaking they have been pretty imperialist no different than you know some of these countries in the west and i I just find it really funny it's like there's no consistency or of like okay you're against something and then all of a sudden you're for it only because your side's doing it, but you're against it if other people do the same thing you're doing. So it's like, it's just, it's hypocritical. I can't really take these people serious. 
in the sense of like actually following, you know, what they believe. The only thing I take serious about them is they're seriously dangerous to liberty because they don't have a consistency in protecting liberty. Mm-hmm. They have a consistency in destroying liberty for everybody. That's not part of the oligarch. The only liberty they have is for themselves, and everyone outside can suffer. That is what I see. And I don't think I'm wrong about that. No. <laughs> no, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, it's just... I mean, that that's a common joke we say. It's like, oh, well... Let's just let's just make it so that way if you breathe air you're a Nazi because Donald yeah. Trump breathes air. Maybe maybe well, we'll get we'll get some <laughs> of the dumb ones to kill themselves. Well, I'll tell you this, as you know, I was uh, recently somebody told me that because I read books and study the enemy, yeah. which I, you know, enemy of mine are Nazis. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Believe it or not, I'm a Nazi because I read books. Yeah. Last time I checked, Nazis burn books. (laughs) So if I'm studying a subject, I don't just have books about Nazis. I also have the Communist Manifesto in my possession. That's like saying that. that. That's like saying anyone that reads the Bible is a Satanist. Yeah, pretty much. It just doesn't make sense. It's like these people will constantly rail and rag about, oh, Nazis are bad. They're bad. Nazis are bad. It's like, have you ever read a book about them? Nazis are bad, but but have you read a book about them? Yeah. No, Nazis are bad. They're bad. It's like, yeah, I've read books about them. I actually know what they look like mm-hmm. in terms of policy and ideas and what they've done. And what's happening is you have people who don't know that because they haven't really looked into anything, and they're calling everyone the label that doesn't even properly fit. I mean, I, it's the same thing with like people who are black getting called white supremacists. Mm. It just none of this stuff is like it just doesn't add up. It's like a, it's like we've been saying a script where you look at your, what's going on around you and the script doesn't really add up. But they're still reading it, and they're still following it, and they're still trying to convince you that what you're looking at is what's on that script rather than what you see with your own eyes, which is reality. And look, I mean, I don't mind playing make-believe, but these people's form of make-believe is to make government do what they want, to impose oppressive tyranny upon others because of their delusions of make-believe. I mean, it's really, like, crazy. And you know that you know if you're if you're basically the equivalent of a librarian, that they're going to accuse you of being a Nazi. I mean, I've never heard of something like that until recently. But that's what you're dealing with. You're dealing with people who actually believe that. And they're willing to hurt you just to to make the point clear that, you know, it it won't be tolerated that you are to be smart. It's literally 1984. Oh, yeah. These people are totally 1984 out. No, no, pretty soon they're going to start trying to kill people with glasses again. Well, they did that in Cambodia. Yeah. Paul Pot actually had people executed for wearing glasses, and I believe uh, 
for having a, a above seventh grade education. I am not exaggerating. You can mm. look this up. I'm pretty sure that's what happened in uh, Pol Pot, uh, Cambodia. That's madness. That, that's they literally trying to kill people who want to improve the quality of their life, so that they don't live in absolute crap. But yeah, now like I said, they they just hate. They're gonna hate Trump no matter what. I I just wish these people would actually go after Trump on something real. Yeah, you know, just just give us something of substance. Bring some documentation and prove that he's part of the CFR, the New World Order. But they won't. And until they do, I'm not going to sit there and sensationalistly lie about Donald Trump being whatever they you know they say he is. You know, they, they would ha they would at least have some credibility that they would attack him on real things and hold his feet to the fire if he screws up. Yeah. I mean, I got to hand it at least to the people you know kind of on the pro Trump side. Not everybody is a zealot. Every, there are people on his side that will criticize him, and rightfully so if he makes a mistake. And I think that Trump actually listens to the people who criticize him on his side. Yeah, no, he because sometimes he reverses decisions making. Yeah, and that's the thing. Based that's, on that's what, what the public outreach cry is. Yeah, I mean, and that's what you want. Like at least, like honestly, if you, if anyone on the left really has a problem, work with the fucking man. Well, like, you see, people, these people don't want to work with anybody. They just want to destroy everything around them. Because, I mean, my friend, who was a cab driver, mm -hmm. picked up one of these Antifa types, and the kid couldn't rationally, or, like, compile any kind of, like, positive solutions. He just, just had this blind, rageful hate. Mm. And that's all it was, and it didn't make any sense. And I tried to explain this to him years ago. My friend who was a cab driver, and he didn't understand it at first because it just didn't make any sense. <laughs> and after witnessing it with his own eyes that these people make literally no sense, he now understands what exactly I tried to explain to him and why it made no sense. Mm -hmm. And I tried to put forth a calculation, a mathematical calculation. He talked to just one of these people. That's crazy. But if you multiply one of them to 10, 10 of them to 100, and 100 of them to 10,000 or 50,000 in the street strong, mm -hmm. I think you'd end up with an extremely dangerous situation. And that's essentially what I was concerned with back in 2013 when I saw the slow rise of Antifa and the insidiousness of the cancer of its ideology infecting all these impressionable people of you know younger age. When I saw that in 2013, they could actually do that. I, I was in disbelief that, I could, that these people would become this, like, irrational and crazy. But after my personal experience dealing with them, uh, I became very, it was very apparent that, you know, if this thing spread, it was going to spread like cancer. and It was going to be extremely dangerous. And it's proving that that is true. Like, six years later. <laughs> These people have done that. So, uh, you know, you know, as someone that has been uh, looking into Antifa for so many years, what's the appeal? Like, why do you have so many of these misguided white kids? Like, they just love Antifa. Like, they, they want to join this group. Well, there's reasons. And, you know, as much as, as it's a collectivist movement mm -hmm. where they're all like drones... 
on the surface, they're individualistic in the sense that they all individually were drawn to it for different reasons. Mm -hmm. And depending on some of them, what I gather is some of them are just strictly thrill seekers. They just, they want to wear the mask. They want to wear the black uniform because it will basically be a shield and a cover for them to commit criminal mischief, breaking windows, hurting people, violence. They're, they're just, some of these kids have had everything handed to them their whole lives. So the life is a very boring thing for them. They need something thrilling mm -hmm. and knowing that they can go out on the street and hold a temper tantrum and smash up society and hurt people that, you know, get in their way. It's a very thrilling uh, appeal. That's a very luring appeal. It, it gives them a sense of power they weren't really feeling. And, and uh, you know, I, I'm sure there's many other reasons why people join. There's probably a legitimate reason why some of these people join this movement, thinking that it's a legitimate movement. But in actuality, and, and, you know, we've talked to some of these people who have become disillusioned by Antifa, and they, they will tell you, basically, I, I'm pretty sure what I'm saying. But, yeah, there's there are people in there that aren't even political. They're just there for complete, malicious, mischievous reasons of just real-seeking. Mm -hmm. And that's what you get out of that. Because I, I don't think a lot of these kids are reading books. No. You know, if they, if they think I that mean, you are educating yourself about history and they want to call you a Nazi for doing that, yeah, that makes me wonder just how much of a <laughs> degree well, of reading well, no, these people are really doing. Remember in the many private conversations that we've had when I started reading that Antifa handbook, my first impression was was that that very that very thought you just said. They're not reading anything. They, they they just they're regurgitating shit that they've heard uh third uh third hand second hand third hand fourth hand and it's and, and they and they and the way they speak they they put inflections and whatnot in their voice to make it sound like that they're so intellectual but this is just there's no there's no real passion there's no real pseudo intellectuals yeah there's no real uh, yeah you know what it is, Louis? It's one thing if you just get information, you know, spoken to you, like the way the elders used to speak to a tribe yeah. to tell their tales and pass that knowledge along. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. But they're not doing anything good with the knowledge they've been provided. They're not trying to do anything positive. They're hurting people. And I, you know what it is? A lot of the like lower level people, there is a strong possibility they may not be reading much of anything right. other than what's fed to them by the propaganda machine well the thing is this of is, their intelligentsia yeah, but the, the intelligentsia arm seems to at least be reading things but they're doing it for insidious purposes some of them are doing it because they truly believe this nonsense and they're just spreading cancer but there's another wing of it another element in a general sense that's doing this because they're 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 paid mercenaries. And what I mean by that is they, they're, they're guns for hired. They will write malicious things about people. They will lie about people for the purpose of making a dollar, whether they actually believe any of it or not. But they know that they can make a lucrative uh, living doing this, especially if they're on the higher up end where they're not, they're not out in the street with masks. They're out there putting their name on articles and up on a, you know, Ford Foundation sponsored uh, foundational groups. So basically, my from 
what I can gather that these higher ups, they're not really educating them for like their own benefit. Like from my 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 uh, suspicion is that they're they're educating these kids to say this is how you're a victim. This is like they're brainwashing them to like make the, to get them angry. They're like pawns. Yeah. They're yeah. pawns on a chessboard. They're being used for a specific purpose to enforce and impose a will upon others that the intelligentsia themselves don't have the uh, cojones to do. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't have the guts to do the very thing that they are trying to condition and manipulate other people into doing for them. And that's exactly what you see going on here. I mean, you don't see the Spencer Sunshines out there no. attacking people. No, he's sitting in his cozy little chair writing his articles while foot soldiers are out there beating up 65-year-old men and going to prison for a year and a half. You know, doing time. I don't think Spencer's going to go visit that guy. No. In jail, he could care less. He's making money. He's a guy who's in his 40s. He's, at this point, he went to college. He, you know, he was involved with stuff years ago. The only direction he can go is making this into a career move to make money. Because what else can he really do other than this? He's in his early to mid 40s. This is what this is it for him. This is his career path. So he, you, if you, if your goal is to end fascism, racism, not whatever, ism, and that is basically how you make money. It doesn't make sense for you to end it. It only makes sense for you to help perpetuate it, to continue making a living. Look at the Southern Poverty Law Center, worth practically half a billion dollars mm-hmm. to quote-unquote fight something. But what if they succeed in winning that battle? Then then what do they do with all the, you know, how are they going to make money? It's like how how yeah. is the United States government going to make money if they win the drug war? How, how are these federal agencies that are designed to fight the drug war going to sustain and exist afterwards? They're not going to. So they need these things to exist in order to make money. And it seems to me that a lot of this is just about money for some of these people. And and some of them have just outright come out and admitted, yeah, they're just in it for the money. They're in it for, uh, you know, influence. They don't really care about what they're actually preaching. Which is very sad. But it's also very sad that they're ruining lives by manipulating them to enact on these adventures of violence that are, they're ruining everyone's life. This is really terrible. And, you know, I, I, I just be curious what these people are going to do after Trump is out of office. Like who's the, who's the next group they're going to attack? They will have, I, to, they will have to go after us. So crazy. They will have to go after us. Well, they're going to have to go after somebody to, because they're going to have to justify their existence. I mean, <laughs> you know, they, let's face it, they pretty much, the alt-right is pretty much done in terms of the Richard Spencer aspect of it. They're gone, so what, what are they going to fight now? Are they going to fight, like, Miltos, like, conservative and liberals? You know, what, they got the Proud Boys? I mean, they're eventually just going to start fighting each other. Yeah. Because each other is not pure enough. Because each other has some views that don't jive with the uh, the order. 
Harry Bezmanoff really was right about these people. When you watch the interview he did with G. G. Griffin back in the 80s. Hmm. I highly recommend anyone who hasn't seen that should. Right. Because they'll really understand what's happening. All right. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, let's leave it right there. But, you know, in, 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 uh, in conclusion, are you are you really worried about this impeachment? How do I put this? Impeachment is a distraction. In, in all reality, it's very unpopular amongst a large, sizable amount of the American public. Mm-hmm. Most people don't either care about it or want him to be impeached because they don't see any justified reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are they going to replace him with? Pence? Pence? Yeah. Then they got to impeach Pence. How they, what are they going to do? How's that going to work? They, the people who are pushing for the impeachment have not even thought this through. No. And what the repercussions are going to be, even if it were successful. I don't think they're going to be successful. I think it's, like I said, it's a smokescreen distraction. What they're going to commit... Uh, you know, career suicide for their party. They're doing more to damage and destroy the Democratic Party than the Republicans or people on the right could possibly ever dream of. Because these people just sound like they're out of touch with regular working class people. We're just trying to feed their families. We're just happy to have a job. They're happy that Trump's economy is doing great for them in many ways. But, like I said, it's the out-of-touch people who, they, they want to push for this impeachment. It's not going to work. I don't think he's, even if he were impeached, he'd still be in office till the end. I mean, they impeached Bill Clinton. He still served his time. Yeah. Like, what did it really do? Nothing. It's a joke. It's a distraction. They want to cover up what they're doing and what they did in Ukraine with the, you know, against the Russians. I think that's really what the real story is. I think this is the cover for that real story that's being, you know, glossed over so nobody looks into it. And look at Jeffrey Epstein. That's another story. They're trying to totally gloss over that as well. Yeah. I mean, Jeffrey Epstein, the whole Jeffrey Epstein suicide, it's coming out that, like, these major networks like ABC and CBS, like, had detailed information on this stuff years ago. It was being covered up, and now you have these uh, leakers coming out. Yeah. And they're like furious and pissed off that this stuff is if, coming out. If anything, it's being shown to the public. If anything, instead of the Supreme Court ruling that they could they they could sue uh, gun manufacturers over what some nutcase does with their with their product, why don't we sue ABC for? Like not because of them not reporting this, it allowed possibly more little girls to be hurt by Jeffrey Epstein. Well, we can't do that, can we? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because right? why would we do that? Like, if it's, what's good for the goose is what's good for the gander. Yeah, what's good for the goose is what's good for the gander. Yeah, well, we know why. Mm-hmm. They, they'll they never do that. I mean, these, these companies are just putting a nail in the coffin for themselves. Very few people trust them now. No. They've totally just wrecked their credibility in so many ways for years. I mean, we watched, just think about how many years we watched them try to cover things up when it came to all the stuff that we've seen, like yeah. 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. They were losing credibility then. The alternative media rose up and people were doing their own thing. They got scared. And they've tried to censor all of us mm-hmm. by using their lobby power to influence advertising and, you know, these platforms to censor us. 
because they're scared that somebody with no money to their name and maybe a little camera can do a better creative job in getting information out to the public than a multi-billion dollar industry. Mm-hmm. The people rising up can do better than them. They're more talented than they are. And they can't handle that. They are pissed that regular people can do a better job than they can. Because that really smashes the illusion that they are anything established at all. Mm-hmm. There's nothing truly established in what they do at all once you uncover that they're just complete crap. They're, they, they, they're has-beens. The public can do a better job if we really have a passion to do it. And we need to do everything in our power to create a free marketplace of information with as many platforms as we possibly can. So every time they smash one, we got 10 that spring up right behind it. They can't get us all. They can get some of us, but they're not going to stop us all. Mm-hmm. As long as we do that, we won't be stopped. And we have to also recognize they're also going to try to do that too. To try to put brand X 99 cent store conspiracy crap out there mm-hmm. with Russia gate type nonsense. They're going to try to put fake conspiracies out there to cover up the real conspiracies. And as long as we can expose that, we should be all right. So, yeah, I just had to say that. Yep. All right. So, yeah, man, uh, Gabe, thanks for coming on and helping me out. Um, Absolutely. As, as always, great. Thank you for allowing me on, Louie. Yeah, no, you, you always have an open invitation. Um, Appreciate that. Yep. So, um, yeah, that was Gabe Rivera. Uh, Gabe Rivera. Gabe Brown. <laughs> <laughs> and I do know a Gabe Rivera, and he's a retard. So. I'm sorry, Gabe. That was Gabe Brown. All good, brother. Yeah, Gabe all Brown. All good. So, uh, yeah, man. I, me personally, I'm this. This, I, I don't believe this impeachment is going anywhere. Yeah. Even, even if they do get it, like you said, it's it. Nothing's gonna happen. He's not leaving office. Well, it's um, like uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. You strike me down, and I'll become more powerful than you could ever imagine. Yeah. So that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna make the American people rise up. And say no. Yeah, we no. know what you're doing. In fact, we should be rising up now and calling every Congress per- Congress critter and be like, "Hey, you vote for impeachment? We're going to make you life living hell." Well, I'll say this too, Louie. Mm-hmm. Maybe all of us activists uh, for truth and justice in the American way. Mm-hmm. Maybe all should become poll workers and start seeing what's really going on at these election sites from the source. Mm-hmm. You start doing that, they can't steal the votes. They can't hide the votes. They can't manipulate the votes if we all know what's really going on. Yeah. So I recommend that. There's your solution. Mm. You want to safeguard the republic? Go directly to where the votes are being counted. And let's make sure that they're not manipulating the votes this election cycle next year. All right. It's my solution cool. and suggestion. All right. So... Anyways, that, again, that was Gabe Brown, and I like to thank everyone that's li- that's listening to the show. Please like, comment, subscribe. However, you are listening to the show, please tell your friends and family about this show. Even hell, you know, any kids sixteen and older, let them listen to the show. Let them learn something. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta get, get, you know, time time to take over Gen Z and t- and uh, course correct. Anyways, this has been the Crotch Out Radio Show, and as always, from my house. To your house. Mahalo. And that's the end of my show. Donk.
Help the Crowd Shout Radio Show grow and thrive by doing something you already do. Shop on Amazon. Amazon always has great deals for whatever you are looking for. From survivalists and riot gear to beanie babies. Next time you're going to shop at Amazon, use my link. The prices stay the same, but I get credit for the sale. Just go to tinyurl.com slash B and just shop normally knowing that you're helping support the Crotch Shot Radio Show. That's tinyurl.com slash B. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride.